Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is the South Park After Show, and in honor of Stan's grandfather, I want to introduce you to a song by Rich Banks that I got to know because of Adam Carolla. Take a listen. Very apropos. We have Christian Blatt. This is the theme song from my 20s. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to... Hold on. I had to get that line in there. <laughs> the theme song from uh, Steph's teens. Yeah. Steph's a bra. I'm going to rock my kids to sleep with this song with me, Born. <laughs> and I am Phil Svitek. Again, if, none of the, if that song did not make sense to you, then you clearly just did not see this episode yep. and you're in the wrong show. No, but thanks for watching us instead of the episode. We appreciate <laughs> that. You'll figure out what it's about when you just listen to us. We are talking We Did Not Get Cereal, which is the follow-up to the cereal one. I forget the, the original episode, but it is a multi-part episode. Uh, which there was some question last week, so we immediately got confirmation that this was a continuation, which was good because I had too many questions after last week. Mm-hmm. was it immediately. It was like Tuesday. Which was yesterday. I knew in my heart. Well, I mean, we, it's more the general, like, viewers who maybe don't follow the show on Twitter and stuff. You know, somebody who tuned in was like, oh, look, it's definitely part two. And they were so serial about it. Fair enough. Well, we've got a jam-packed episode. Uh, Speaking of multi-part episodes, in our special segment, we're going to talk about past multi-part episodes and give some of our favorites. So that'll be fun. But overall impressions of the episode. I really like this episode. I'm really, really happy. I know I told you guys that I needed a sequel to last week, and I think that it did a really good job. I'm so sad Satan died, but I'm so happy he's in heaven. I thought there was a lot of great one-liners, and I thought it was a good storyline overall. Yeah. It made me realize... When should I start to worry? Uh, and, you know, I don't think I would have been worried yet if I had lived in South Park. But uh, this was a great continuation. I think they actually topped last week's episode. Just there was so much more in there. And like Steph said, the idea that Satan died and then went to heaven. I'm like, well, great. Now show us that. It doesn't have to be next week. It doesn't even have to be next season. But at some point I want to see that, you know. So uh, don't. Don't leave me hanging. Don't leave us Satan fans hanging. Yeah. Uh, what I, that was one of my favorite things in the episode, though, was just how 
all the kids were crying like, but but no, Satan, you can't die. We need you. He's Satan. And, uh, of course, you know, Steph mentioned all the good one-liners, but uh, Cartman said something along the lines of, yeah, you know, we're pretty much doing your work for you up here. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was, uh, that was, it was very appropriate. So this was great. There's so much good stuff in this week's episode. Fair enough. Yeah, I I enjoyed the follow-up. I think it was it was great. Um, I can't believe that they touched on the LA fires <laughs> as part of what yeah, they were. Yeah, because they just added fires to Man Bear Pig's mayhem, which there had not been last week. No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, in fact, w- you know, as we talk about it, so the Satan and Man Bear Pig showdown was more epic than Rampage. I can tell from personal experience because I've seen both. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I believe your exact words of what we were watching was, this is better than that shitty-ass Rampage movie. <laughs> I believe that is the the exact quote. It was uh, like one of the most intense South Park scenes ever. It was really it, well done. It was. It was two behemoths just yeah. going at it. Well, Satan didn't stand a chance. But you would have figured he he would because Satan, he's yeah. Satan. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to spoil a rampage for you right here, right now. If you want to go see that movie, think, God bless you. I but think here's... Dwayne The Rock Johnson spoiled it for everyone, so go ahead. Okay, yeah, because... Okay, I'm glad you like that. Like, when Satan gets stabbed, that's pretty much what happens in Rampage with, like, the, the beast we're supposed to love, right? And, and you think, like, that, that beast is dead, but the beast comes back alive. So I thought Satan, for sure, he can't be dead. And then he goes to heaven. I, I was shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Yeah. I want to see him and Jesus interact again. You know what? Uh, when you made your... Pre- so, Christian, you said your wish list was to see Satan again. Yeah. I would be very curious. I believe in my heart of hearts, South Park will be going on for five years. And this is a slight prediction. But it would be amazing if five years from now, this all came by- came back to bite him in the ass. Because well, there is a line at the end of the episode. It's like actually kind of over the credits. It's kind of like tagged in there at the end where it's like yeah yeah and uh you know come back uh come back in five years a thousand times worse is what uh, oh, you know, and, and stan's like signing that and grandpa's there just like uh-huh, not so easy is it really? <laughs> that was a good voice i don't even think that sounds like his grandpa it just sounds like a grandpa because <laughs> i have a cold so yes uh so so let's backtrack a bit though let's start with the first question of the night <laughs> when should we is, when, when is it time to worry? It looks like Satan is here. Should I start to worry? <laughs> Where did, I, I, for, there was one of the characters, they gave him a different name, but he looked like Geraldo. Oh, he was definitely Geraldo. I don't know why they gave him a different name. Probably because they didn't want the headache. You know, maybe Geraldo has sued them before or something. But you looked at that guy, you're like, that's definitely Geraldo. Why Geraldo in the first place, even if it was just a, a parody? Probably because they just think he's a dick. Fair enough. I mean... <laughs> you know, just look at his yeah. bo- look at his body of work. He seems like the kind of guy that Trey and Matt would be like. Let's make fun of Harold. Yeah, all right. And he, he's a big Trump supporter, right? Is, Is he? I, he was on The Apprentice and loved Trump. I mean, a lot of people were on The Apprentice who and uh, loved Trump. Yeah, Omarosa, I guess. Maybe yeah. not. No, maybe not. But uh, she did work for him, so I she, guess that's close yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, there's something to be said for I, I don't think everybody on The Apprentice uh, still loves him. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, what did you guys just in general? What do you guys think of that running joke of like when is it time to start worrying? Because I feel like 
it's a very much a commentary on what's happening, especially the fact that they brought in the fires of L.A. as part of the backdrop for all of this. Certainly from an L.A. standpoint, we have we have shootings. Mm-hmm. Then we have a fire. And from a personal standpoint, on a lot of people that got like laid off. So when is it time to start worrying? Yeah, like when when do I start to worry? It's like I can you can feel empathy for people that are having these problems, but when do I have to worry about it for me? And it's like ah, oh, this is all pretty close to us, but it's like an hour away. Nah, I'm, I'm probably all right. But uh, and it's of course a bigger commentary. The whole man bear pig, of course, from going back years ago, is really the idea of global warming. It's like yeah, when do I really need to start worrying? So that does tie into the fact that. You know, I mean, you can say that global warming has an impact on wildfires. I I don't know enough about it, but I think in in his movie, Real Al Gore, serious serialistly told you that uh, we would get more wildfires. So it's it's just kind of proving his point. So I think that it works on on the local level, but also the global level as well. Well, I don't know, like interestingly enough, Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of his commentaries on global warming. He's, he, he, he talks about it in the present, like how global warming is affecting us in the present as mm-hmm. opposed to this nebulous thing years down the line. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have like all of his points, but I, I think that's a smart way to sort of tackle the issue rather than, you know, 50 years from now, 200 years from now. We don't even know when yeah. from now. Because it, it definitely detaches people from the issue. And it's true. Like what I think the fires are an act. It is good that they added it in because although I think the campfire was started from a PG&E pool, they think, but yeah. it wouldn't have burned at the rate it was had it not been for the drought and the massive dry spell that we're in right now, which is obviously a result of global warming. I think that's the point. Yeah, It's not the causes of them, but just why they, they pro- proliferate at the rate that they do. Yeah. If only Stan's grandfather had a dry spell for a prolonged period of time. That's a different story, and we'll talk about that. I did love the talk show. I thought the talk show parody of it was hilarious. Because also, if you just look at kind of talk shows nowadays and the way the news cycle is working, it's just a bunch of, oh, like telling you what's happening with no solution-based information. They're not real. Like, it's just like talk. It's just words. Mm Mm-hmm. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to everybody. <laughs> I really think we should all get AK-47s. Then, you know, it's like you got to protect yourself. And we could shoot the what? fires. We could shoot the yeah. fires. I yeah. think that's actually a great yeah, idea, yeah, Phil. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go get, apply for one right now. Yeah, I think we should make even guns better. You know, like sometimes, sometimes you don't need a full like bullet. Sometimes, like remember super soakers. Yeah, <laughs> sure. so it's, I think we should have guns that double up as that. Yep. Harpoons, any yeah. That way you can kill the bear the and, and drag bear it back. Pig. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, these are all great things. I'm going to Congress tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Satan's. We we made no sort of hidden fact about it that we love Satan last episode. So I wanted to go a little. We, we've talked a little bit about him, but I want to go a little bit deeper as far as his, his, the meaning behind him. Like when you pointed it out, right, Christian? Like we're basically doing Satan's job for him. Yeah, but I mean, I only pointed it out because Cartman did. You know, it's like we're we're basically doing things your way up here. That's uh, so. Do you disagree with no, uh, Cartman's no, statement? No, no, no. He's right. He's just pointed it out, and then you think about it, and you go, "Oh yeah, yeah." There's you know, I mean, if you want to go for biblical things that we're not supposed to be doing that are uh, widely accepted now, uh, we're doing things Satan's way. 
are interesting. Yeah, but I some mean, very progressive ideas are not in the Bible. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with them, but uh, you know, the the Bible might not want some of the things that uh, we're all okay with. And by we, I just mean the three of us, not the Cartman over there. He's not okay with any of it. No. Steph, where do you land on this? Yeah, I agree. I think that they said it for us because I was kind of trying to figure out what Satan's like meaning was in the in this specific plot line. But it definitely, I mean, even in like biblical terms, that is a good point. Because um, if we're talking about Satan and hell and heaven, that would have to be involved. But also just like with the school shootings and all of the things that are just happening at an extremely high rate, like never before. I mean, we're still practicing kind of like the same barbaric methods that we did in the beginning of time. So I guess we've always been doing the devil's work. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think we've ever stopped, really. It's just, uh, you know, we just we're kind of a little bit more below the radar. Now know? we it's just have technology to yeah. do it. Yeah, it's not, it's not on the down low anymore. It's all, it's all out in public. Yeah, I mean, at least back then, like, it was all survivalist for the most part. Now, it's just because we're bored, in a sense. (laughs) Power hungry. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like when you don't need food and water, what else are you going to do? Then you start to, like, examine the existence of life and so forth. I I think a big part of it um, that I often wonder about, sorry to get cereal on you guys, but let me me see if you guys agree with my cereal take. I feel like people are too often worried that if they do anything, that they would negatively affect the world, and so they try to not do anything. But that in itself is a, is destructive because whether it's they're affecting the world or affecting themselves negatively, it it, it just starts to – like even if they take themselves out of the equation, they deteriorate, and therefore that leaves only the, the shit people in the middle you know, really taking any action. No, I, me and Tony, or I think Tony and I were talking about this today. I, I was talking to someone Tony? about it, like how we, Tony, be Tony, Tony the Tiger, Ruth, um, we are great. That have, Tony, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We have all these people who either are the ones that are like the thoughts and prayers, or the ones that like blowing their opinion everywhere, and then the ones that just want to like sit back because they feel like they can't be beneficial, and then they let the extremists run it. And then it's their agenda, and that's why nothing gets done. Mm-hmm. What's your no? I think I think that's a it's pretty much spot on. I think that's really the point. And yeah, people who could get involved in things. Look, it's like we we've talked for a few weeks on this show about school shootings because they managed to portray them in a very funny way here, but you can't really stop them. So you could try and get involved but it's like what am what am i going to do i don't have a vote in congress i could call a congressman but they're not going to listen to me because i don't have as much money as the nra and lobbyists do so i'm just going to go ahead and let somebody else do it because i feel like it's like people who don't vote it's like my vote doesn't matter you know so it's like my call to a congressman or woman, a congressperson, Steph, isn't going to make a difference. So, like recycling one thing is not going to make a difference, or not eating red meat is not going to make a difference because everyone else is still eating red meat. Listen, I, I'm not I'm, suggesting I'm it, <laughs> but I often wonder, and I'm not suggesting it, not any other, I, you know, like what if we shot all the gun stores? I'm not saying we should. <laughs> I'm just saying what if. Yeah, Phil, you're definitely not saying that we should. <laughs> Let's I'm, just say that again. I am definitely not saying yeah. that we should blow up all the gun stores. I'm just 
thinking, what if? <laughs> I'm not saying we should by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the other thing I wanted to, like, that, that popped into my mind, this episode is very modern, right? Like, these are modern problems. And Red Dead Redemption 2 is a through line through and through both episodes, like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. And that whole game is just based around the past. Is there any like commentary there to be made? Because it's made by Rockstar Games, who made Grand Theft Auto. And maybe having Grand Theft Auto nowadays with everything happening, it's too close to home. So if we set it in the wild, wild west, it's all good. We're having fun again. That's a good point. Well, Phil, what do you think it means when... People like Steph say, make America great again. I would never. <laughs> no, please. Don't, let's not pretend. Well, she would not be suggesting that we blow up gun stores. No, but she would like things to be more like it was in the Old West. She doesn't want women to be able to vote. Too much responsibility. You know? Yeah, I get it. You know? It's so, tough for me as a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you have the fortitude to figure it out. Uh, yes, yeah. I do. So. Uh, no, but seriously, seriallessly, I think that, uh, you know, yeah, there is definitely something about, you know, getting to be a cowboy and robbing stagecoaches and banks. And, you know, I look, I, I'm not going to pretend I understand that game. I just hear people talk about it. And <clears throat> mostly on the Howard Stern show, I've heard people talk about it. So really, you know, but I, I imagine just the amount of time you have to spend. Like, you know, they talked about it on the show. It's like, that takes 40 hours of gameplay. So you just spend so much time in it. Well, it's better than dealing with real life because if you click off the game... And you look at what's on TV, and like right now, like what here, every channel is just fires, you know. And it's like you can feel terrible about it, but at some point, unless it's like where you have loved ones that live right there, you're probably gonna be like, I, I think I need something else. And what's what's better than you know whether it be Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead? Is it Dead Red or Red Dead? Red, 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 Red Dead Redemption. Redemption. Or even if you're old like me and you want to play. Tetris, okay? It, any of that. It's just all like, yeah, this is great. This is not any of that. This isn't my personal life problems, and it's also not the big real-world problems. Well, I also think there's a catharticism to it, because you are killing things, stealing, and, you know, you're sure. getting out your anger towards the world. Look, there are people who will say that you get things that happen, like, unfortunately, you know, very specifically, the recent shooting, the most recent, at least here, as far as I know, there wasn't another one. You know, they blame, you know, first-person shooter video games, and I, I'm not I'm not saying one way or the other because I don't really understand those games, but people will definitely say, like, you spend enough hours playing those games where you're sneaking up on people and shooting on them, it could certainly get in someone's head. So, uh, you know, it's a commentary in that way, too, I think. Yeah. Steph, you, you haven't said anything yet as far as this. <laughs> She's just mad I said that she doesn't want to vote. But, you know, she just wanted to. No, I, I'm in agreement with a lot of what Christian was saying that I think That's people a do. First. I usually agree with you except when... You know, like say that I would say make America great again. Yeah, because you, I, that's like, because you, so you don't want to make no, no. America because great again. Because remember, we've established no, last no, season. No, I want to get better. We established <laughs> last season on the show, she hates America. <laughs> Listen, I already think America is great. Yeah, I thought it was great to begin with. Why not make it great. greater? Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, that too. Like, okay. All right. So <laughs> tell us your unpatriotic viewpoint. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what do the commies think? What, Go what is the question even anymore? 
Do you like Red Dead Redemption oh, 2? Oh, do I think that's... Com- I don't know what the commentary on that is. I think it's kind of like Tegrity Farms. Like, it's just kind of funny. But also, there is... So I, I don't really like the violent games. I really do. I know that there's studies that show that it doesn't desensitize people, but I just don't see how that's possible. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, Al Gore. Al Gore... First, the, the the fact that he has a ghost and, and he's doing all these things, <laughs> and like he, he has he, a mentor who is him. He, he he's almost like better than David Copperfield. I love Al Gore. Like and in I real life, or yeah, which Al Gore do you love? The ghost and him, and his first introduction in this episode was him as a reflection with the light in the room. Um, I just think he's such a funny character, and that he's been saying it, and kind of that commentary on people who have been warning people, and then there's things like the fires and all these different um, things that have come about global warming, is and we feel like we are going crazy because we. Have been continuously saying that so i think it's commentary on that fair enough yeah but if you think back to the earlier man bear pig episode the first one you know the idea that it wasn't real it's because in his movie he said things like manhattan could be underwater by 2030 and you know it's been like what 13 years since then and you go like okay you had a really bad superstorm sandy but I don't think Manhattan's going to be underwater in 2030. So it was easy to discount all of what he said because you could pick out a couple of things. You're like, yeah, that sounds stupid, you know? And then now you're like, oh, well, you know what? Some of what he said is kind of right. Florida. Maybe we should, yeah, maybe we should look at, uh, at Man Bear Pig. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, as this show so often does, it's such a smart commentary on something that if you just watch it, I, I don't know, if you... If you're an alien and you come down and you watch it for the first time, you don't have the context. You're just like, this is like a stupid show about little kids that's like super violent. I'm so serial right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think part of the commentary, though, in terms of Val Gore, you just saying that is it's always tough to just tell a plain truth. You always have to heighten it. Yeah. So like all of Manhattan being underwater, it's like, okay, whether or not that's true – you're kind of going to put it out there just to get that sort of reaction. Yeah, you get people talking about it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, what if we shot all and blew up all the gun stores? Like, what you did. No, but again, Gore... what if someone else did it and we don't want Yeah, listen, I'm not it. condoning it. No, we America's don't want great you to do it. with guns. Yeah. All the scientists and everyone, I feel like it is, they've been saying things like that. And although they seem extreme, like Florida is having to spend millions of dollars um, building like sort of constructions to keep parts of the city from going under. Yeah, well, you know what? If, uh, if Florida can't figure out how to hold a fucking election, then maybe we should just go ahead and <laughs> let the water take them away. Okay. So, yeah, no great loss. Sorry, it's such a state. We got Disney here. We don't need you. Yeah, I've only been to Miami. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. All right, let's talk about uh, good old Grandpa. This is this is where all the trouble started. Uh, this to me, like joke for joke, was the best part of the episode. Was was Grandpa explaining why he did what he did? And Kristen, you have some of these quotes, and, and Seth, yeah. you have some of these yeah. quotes. So feel free to jump back and forth well the first one was when he was just talking about uh you know we didn't want to have to give back all of our cars and premium boutique ice cream and just sort of talking about how when they were younger where they lived in colorado they just wanted to feel like the rest of the country because it was so small and it was so isolated and uh so then they make this deal then 
he starts talking about how they didn't worry about the future mm-hmm. because of the fact that he didn't want to have kids, much less grandkids. And he explains, and Steph took really good notes on this too, that that was why I always came on Graham Graham's tits. But then there was the day that she stuck her finger in my ass. And then she said, God damn it, did you come inside me? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, and then that that's that's why you're here, Billy. And then he said, your father was supposed to be dried up crust on Graham Graham's titties. Yeah, I had that too, but I really wanted you to say it. <laughs> now, normally Graham Graham, you know, she might lick the asshole or something like that. Oh, yeah, but this right. is the first time that you she stuck what? a finger. You're right. I didn't get that part in there because I was laughing too hard. That was pretty great. Yeah, oh. She might lick it sometimes. It was the first time she used a finger. I had to have them run it back because I was like, wait, was there a correlation that just happened that I missed because I was so yeah. focused on the dialogue happening? Oh, definitely. I know, I mean, it was, obviously. It, look, Grandpa was being serial in that moment. Yeah. Right? But I love how he said, we thought we'd be dead by now. We didn't think we'd live to see the consequences, which is basically that entire generation. Yeah, yeah. and it's only going to get worse for us because as the expected age continues to go higher and higher, <laughs> we're all screwed. We're all going to live through it. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Hmm. I do have you. I have to apologize right, to my Anthony? kids. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. What, what is the, you know, do we just keep yeah, putting it off? Like, speaking of uh, people who just talk and don't ever come up with solutions, is there a solution? Yes, there is a ton of solutions. What's the solution? Lower your meat, like, meat intake. The meat industry is one of the number one causes of carbon emissions. It's All right, true. talk about something important that we can do, you know? Like, let's not drive. Oh, my God. You can you know, have stop meat, trying to... like, a, yeah. like, twice a week. But if you lower it the rest of the week, you are doing so much good than recycling a piece of plastic seriously well if you put recycling in the recycling bin at the curb uh you know it all goes the same place they don't actually recycle it yeah because there's different numbers on them it's super complicated that's yeah. what i'm saying the yeah. meat industry you is where like you should go the for commingled recycling that's all the bunch of different stuff is because it's all going in the landfill mm-hmm. it's just to make you feel better so yeah i agree that that actually doesn't do anything but you know, not driving as much. I mean, that that's a great example. So playing so, Red Red Redemption. Yeah. Too. Yes, you stay inside. Play, yes. And then own Integrity Farms. Mm-hmm. Smoke yeah. occasionally. Recreationally. Recreationally. Or medicinally, like I do. And then gain I mean, a, I would. a farm accent all mm-hmm. of a sudden. That's how you stop. I think. There you go. Um, the big point, though, for me in the episode is when it comes down to making the renegotiation with Man Bear Pig. I don't know if we're ready to go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so just, I love that it, first of all, Man Bear Pig is there in a suit. That I, That's all I needed. You know, that was great. And then they're making the deals and Stan is signing and then he has to go ask everybody what they think. We have to give up soy sauce and Red Dead Redemption too. And then the one guy says it, just plain rice? And he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. And it's funny because this comes right after we were talking about having salad without dressing on it. And Steph could not believe that Phil would have a salad without dressing on it. I, so I don't get it. You Listen, rice, kept... you can have shrimp fried rice, you can have vegetable fried rice. Yeah, I'm okay without yeah. soy sauce. There's so many other things you can You can put Szechuan sauce okay, in Okay, can I just comment how this is exactly... You're a hypocrite because this is the meat thing. Do you know how many meals you can make okay. that don't involve red meat every single meal? 
No, I don't. <laughs> I'm losing, I'm like losing the art. What is happening? Yeah, I'm just going to put pork in it, so it's fine, all right? I'm, I alternate you to the other white You are the soy sauce mofos that refuse just to, just to give up the soy sauce a little bit. No, we. I could care less about soy sauce. But red meat, that's the Is soy sauce metaphor. a metaphor? Yes. Oh, I, I could give up red meat a little bit. Yeah, All that's right. great. Yeah, you, you saw me eat the, one of the most vegan meals yeah, ever, and I know yeah. it seems like we're off track and whatnot, but just follow along. It. No, no, no. You know, it's all a metaphor. It is. So the ultimate deal that they make is that Man Bear Pig is going to get all children in third world countries, <laughs> and then come back in five years a thousand times worse. Uh, so uh, I think that again refers to bigger problems, global problems. They don't really call it global warming. It's called climate change now. But obviously, poorer countries are much harder hit by it. And, uh, you know, because they don't have, you know, standards. Access. Like, look, I mean, I've I've been to China, which, you know, and it's just like, it's just walking around in Beijing, which is like the biggest city there. It's just, it's crazy how bad the air is. And, you know, there's no comparison. People think LA has bad air. So anyway, but so the point is like, yeah, just... And not that China is a third world country. I know it's a second world China. country. China. China. But uh, that's the point, though. It's just like, yeah, you're just making the deal to have it be somebody else's problem, somebody else geographically, somebody else in the future. So yeah. uh, that, I thought that was a great little button on the end of the mm-hmm. episode. It wasn't. Obviously, they've kind of dealt with similar solutions. Like, remember when they had the homeless problem? They brought everyone to L.A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so they're just kind of passing the buck, ultimately. Um Listen, at the end of the day, like, just as a side note, speaking of the L.A. homeless problem, I just want to sit in on these meetings. Like, who thinks of these solutions? Like, the solution we have for L.A., people are living in, like, communes and, like, these wooded areas. So they, we're just chopping down trees. Yeah. It's like, that is not the solution for these no. homeless people. No. It's because people refuse to actually do the work. And it takes years to actually have solution. But no, everyone wants quick. What did Giuliani do with the homeless in New York? Whatever that is, that's what we should do. Because when I lived in you know New York in the nineties, you didn't see homeless anymore. Now that there's liberals around, no, that's not. But it's true that you didn't used to see homeless people, and now I was in New York a couple weeks ago. Well, they're everywhere, and in LA, I've lived here fifteen years. It's like, well, there's a lot more. So what did they used to do? I, I don't know what the answer is. Well, there wasn't like rent issues and all these social impacts. School districts. It goes all... I mean, hmm. there's so many things. So you're saying homelessness is a problem? Absolutely. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We're going to agree to disagree on that one, Steph. <laughs> all right. Well, we've got... Uh, we've talked... Any... Uh, we, we, we've said some jokes, but um, any other jokes from the episode that oh. stand out? I think I got in all the ones I wanted well, to. Well, no, you made a good no, point No, no, you got to pull out the... and come on the tits. Oh, what is? Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm glad you said that. So there's the moment uh, where they say, this is pretty fucked up right here, which used, they used to say in every... I'm glad you reminded me of that, sorry. They used to say it in every single episode. Mm-hmm. There, that, there was that, Kenny would die, oh my God, you killed Kenny, you bastard. So there were like a few things that would happen. And I don't know the last time they said this in an episode. I, I am not smart enough to have done the research, but... I'll pretend that I'll try for next week and then, you know, <laughs> but uh, so I thought it was a nice callback, you know, because it was pretty fucked up right there. But uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. 
I enjoyed that they went to the school to be safe, <laughs> which was the running joke that yeah. schools are now the only safe place from school shootings. Ay, uh, yeah, yeah. Any, anything for you that was... Uh, no, we said it all. We said it all. Graham Graham's tits was my fave. Dude, who doesn't like Graham Graham's tits? Uh, I know I asked you to do something like this last week, but uh, Anthony, if you could isolate that, that'd be great. <laughs> All right. So, without further ado, let's talk about... Steph's going to give us a whole lineup of all the South Park multi-episode um, story arcs. Yep. Now, we're not counting the past couple seasons where it was like an all-season story yeah. arc. So we're just doing kind of two-parters or trilogies, things along those lines. Uh, so she's going to give us like a rundown of everything, and then Christian and I will give our favorites. Yep. Okay, so to start off, the Ad Trilogy, this was season 19. So this had PC Principal, Final Justice, Sponsored Content, and Truth in Advertising. Um, it was... In this came, uh, it was a story arc that ended the finale of season 19, and it was a parody of online advertising, native advertising, clickbaits, artificial intelligence, and then this that whole season was based on political correctness. And basically, Jimmy is sent to the principal's office because he uses the word retarded in a... Uh, in his newspaper, and PC Principal is just like, no, this can't happen. And then Jimmy went back and wrote a piece basically calling PC Principal um, discriminatory against people with disabilities. So it was a really funny episode, and we thought this was, we thought like PC Principal was going to be fired, it was going to be the end of him. Yeah, because he was discriminating. Yeah. Good. He had to check his privilege. He did. But I think he did. He did. And uh, the little girl was an ad. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was great. All right. That's Truly, probably uh, not one of my favorites. Spoiler. No, it wasn't. It's good. It's good. It's just yeah. like, there's so many better. This one, this one was oh, great. This, the Black Friday trilogy, season 17. So we have Black Friday, A Song of Ass and Fire, Titties <laughs> and Dragons. Ooh, Throughout titties. these trilogies, the episode titles are so amazing. It's one of my favorite things about South Park is the titles, actually. Um, so with this one, we had a lot of Game of Thrones. And obviously, Black Friday, Randy decides that he... Well, the whole town is psycho for Black Friday, and the Elmo is coming out. Stop uh, tickling me, Elmo. Stop, stop touching t- me, Elmo. Stop, stop touching, touching me. me, Elmo. Randy decides the best way to get into the mall first is to become um, a mall security guard. So, um, And actually, this episode, Black Friday, was submitted for and received the nomination for a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program for less than an hour. So, um, I love this one. And the biggest play with the kids was Sony versus PlayStation, or Sony versus Xbox, PlayStation versus Xbox. And then we ended the best was with, um, Princess... Kenny. Princess Kenny, but yeah, I forget the name. I love that trilogy, though. Very good trilogy. It's... Black Friday just kept getting moved back. That was the commentary on Game of Thrones. Was, <laughs> the dragons are coming. Yeah. They're coming. <laughs> Cartman's fatherly quadrilogy, in Phil's words. Uh, this, this is the internet's words, by the way. And, yeah. Oh, this was multi-season. And this 
And so I just have to read some of the description. Um, so it had Cartman's mom as a dirty slut, and then Cartman's mom is still a dirty slut. As she normally is. <laughs> so the whole gag is, who is Cartman's father? Cartman asks his mom who his father is. She says she met him eight years earlier at the 12th annual Drunken Barn Dance. The problem, as Cartman soon discovers, is that his mother seems to have slept with quite a few people that night, including Chef and Mr. Garrison. Uh, Dr. Mephesto says that he can do a DNA test to find out among the many candidates who's Cartman's real dad, but it'll cost $3,000, and then that show ends with a teaser saying the answer will come next episode, and this is when we had... April Fools. Yep. Terrence and Philip, not without my anus, which uh, infuriated people so much. And Trey and Matt just were baffled that people gave a shit that much. They thought it was funny, and people hate that episode. It's one of the best episodes of the show, not without my anus. We loved it. All of the Terrence and Philip stuff that I love is we see first in that episode. Um, and then I just, this one I have to spend some time on because it's such a great kick. Uh, so, and then, so basically they're waiting for the DNA test results in the second episode and he gets shot twice, Dr. Mephesto. So he's, he's unconscious and they can't reveal the identity of Cartman's father. And a lot of people show up and then they find out that Eric's mom is a hermaphrodite with both male and female genitals. She impregnated another woman, raising the question of who Cartman mother might be Cartman disgusted drops the matter so epic <laughs> it was um, a little bit of a cop out that's yeah right. that's, that's true right. uh, do the handicapped go to hell <laughs> do, uh, and this was do the handicapped go to hell and then the second follow up was probably uh, this is when the kids start taking Sunday school classes and Father Maxi basically tells them that they have to confess their sins and um, they're Timmy can't get into heaven because he's physically unable to confess his sins and Kyle won't be allowed in because he's Jewish. Kenny's run over by a bus when they cross the street. He dies um, with his sins still in his soul. Cartman Ooh. becomes the corner street preacher. I absolutely love this. Um, and this one also had the backstory of Satan with his ex-lover, Saddam Hussein, and the Chris three-way, yeah, with Chris. <laughs> Good and Chris. The, yeah, and then he asked God for relationship advice. So, oh, and then this is when Kenny actually didn't die. He was in a different place, but then Cartman says he describes hell to his followers as a place where everyone speaks Spanish, and if you drink the water, you pee blood out of your ass for seven hours. Which <laughs> is yeah. not not true. It's it's. It's kind of true, actually. And then Go, God, Go, Duology, season 10, Go, God, Go, and Go, God, Go. 12. Oh, yeah, 12. X, <laughs> I just 1, 1, or I, um, I, whatever. This is when Cartman's actually dying to get his hands on the Nintendo Wii console and then decides that freezing himself is the right answer. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of atheistic play in the background of those episodes. Then Happy Holograms rehash in happy holograms kyle can't figure out why ike and his friends want to watch people comment on things going on around them rather than experience it for themselves and this is where stan kind of becomes like the old grump yeah. and then the hashtag cartman cartman brah is trending still burning over <laughs> ike calling him a grandpa kyle teams up with some heavy hitters in the entertainment industry to create the most extravagant televised holiday spectacular ever 
Uh, this I like the that one, but my favorite ever Imagination Land trilogy. Mm-hmm. We all love that one. That one goes without saying. We've talked about that one so long, but it's all based on the prom, on the beginning that Cartman and St- who is it that makes the bet? Cartman and Kyle and Kyle make the bet, and basically, if Kyle is wrong, he has to lick Cartman's balls. Suck, Suck I believe. Is the technical balls. I believe you're correct. Because Cartman so, yeah. said that he saw the leprechaun, and it goes into this whole whole thing. Butters at the is the saver, and Butters saved the day. I this one is like the most spectacular, spectacular animated. Yeah, and Man Bear Pig makes it. Oh yeah! So we okay. talked about that last episode. It's it's crazy. I forget how many of theirs there are. Meteor Shower Trilogy, Cat Orgy, Two Guys in a Hot Tub, and Jubilee. <laughs> While all the adults gather at Mr. Mackey's house to watch Meteor Shower, Shelley Marsh babysits for Cartman and invites her much older boyfriend over Cartman's cat. Um, and then Stan is dragged to Mr. Mackey's meteor shower party and sent down the basement to play with Pip, Butters, and Dougie. This one was kind of forgettable. I actually had to really look into it again. Well, it's yeah. got Pip in it. So yeah, that's how you, I hate know. Pip. Everyone hates Pip. Right? And then Pandemic. Pandemic this one was good. Two, that was the, good. I yeah, like that. The startling Peruvian flute bands invading the cities around the globe. Um, and then the boys obviously trying to make money over that. Superhero Saga, this is also a fan favorite. The Coon Mysterion Rises franchise prequel, Coon vs. Coon and Friends. This was another sort of global-esque warming. Remember the whole, we're sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. sorry. There's BP oil just shitting on everyone else. I love these ones. And I love them in their alter egos. Uh, You're Getting Old and Asperger's. Stan celebrating his 10th birthday only to find out that everyone now looks and sounds like crap. This was one of my favorites because the first episode was absolute shit. <laughs> Literally. And, and this was back then when they used to split the season. Yeah. So you left on this shitty cliffhanger. Yeah, I remember that. I and hate... then we come up with Asperger's. Yeah. The best episode I've seen in terms of a follow. Like I was just like... I loved Asperger's. <laughs> Um, and then Cartoon Wars, cart, um, part one yeah, and part two. Very good. Yeah. So this was the whole play on Family Guy, and I love these these ones as well. Terrence and Philip were in this. It was great. Well, if I'm going to pick three from everything you said, it's uh, I don't know about the order. I could think about that, but it's Cartoon Wars, mm-hmm. Imagination Land, and Black Friday. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Imagination Land for me, absolutely wonderful. Um, Cartoons. I'll, I'll go with uh, the superheroes. That I was think, a great one. You can't go a, wrong with any of these. Yeah, I feel. I feel like I just. You know, I got to be a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> yes, don't just say There's the same. There's so many good ones, and I had to recall some uh, of go them. Go go is uh, go go oh, go is funny, yeah. just because like I, I love the whole play on atheism mm-hmm. and the fact that like he has to freeze himself to get a wee. Like it, it, it's just such a Cartman thing to do. Yeah. So th- those are my picks. Yeah. All right. Well, that. About does it for us. If you've been listening to us, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, God bless a lot us, to get everyone. Through. Or as this episode taught us, Satan bless us. Uh, yeah, God absolutely. Bless Satan. Uh, thoughts and prayers our way because we certainly need them. 
Um, on behalf of at Christian DMZ. That's right. You can find me at Christian DMZ. And this Sunday night, Marvel TV Weekly will be doing an entire show dedicated to the passing of the great Stan Lee. So please check us out. And at Steps of Raw on Instagram and Twitter, or at Crust on Graham Graham's titties. I wish that Ooh. was true. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got some videos to look up later. <laughs> uh, at Phil Sweet. <laughs> this is at Afterbus TV. We'll see you next time. Bye. Excelsior! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 